I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. done a podcast i mean it's been months since we've done this almost a year actually so where have i been because i pretty much disappeared throughout the entirety of the season um i won't tell you there's a good explanation because quite honestly it's uh a, a lot of things um including me just being a lazy butt um but I will tell you, we have been in the middle of selling a house, buying a house. That's been going on for a while. And we had to do a lot of things to our old house to get it fixed up and ready to sell. That thing finally is supposed to close um, in, a, in a few weeks here. So <laughs> we, we still have that hanging over our heads. We bought a new house, moved in there. That's been going on. And then I got to tell you, it was a record year last year um, in the mortgage business. Which was great for me, but it was just kind of one of those things where, you know, 
rates are great. People are buying houses left and right. I I can't. I, I couldn't take. I couldn't not work overtime knowing what I was gonna be making and knowing how much I'd be leaving on the table. Uh, it, it's just it's it's too much. It's like um. It's like disappearing during the football season if you host a football podcast. But uh, the work had to work is what pays the bills, and I mean, I lo- I love what I do, and so that was that was number one for me as far as what was going to consume my time outside of my family was making sure that work was taken care of, and um, things are still incredibly busy. But I finally, but with the house stuff going on, I finally can just fill a moment here to breathe and go, okay. Um, now, in the middle of all of that, I was also doing a program called 75 Hard, um, which for those of you who don't know what that is, go look up Andy Frisella. The That program, if you've never done anything like it, will absolutely, um, part of my friends, kick your ass. It's amazing. I absolutely loved every minute of it. Um, well, I won't say I loved every minute of it. I loved the results from it. Um, and I loved the discipline that it created in the attitude in the mindset that it created that's what i loved about it there were a lot of things i didn't love i didn't like waking up every morning you had to work out twice a day for 45 minutes that especially in the beginning was not very fun for me um the diet was the diet was tough not not gonna lie there um So, I mean, it was brutal, but it was very, very good. So that was also consuming a lot of my time. So now I'm trying to figure, okay, I want to take up time with more constructive ways. And I wanted to bring the podcast back. So here we are today, uh, bringing it back. I'm happy to do it. Um, I don't know, you know, when I originally started this uh, last year, we kind of did this um, once a week. I don't know that this will be a once a week thing. I'm just being completely honest. Sometimes we're traveling, other things like that. Um... But we're we're gonna do it, and we're we're gonna be consistent with it. We're gonna bring it to you. So you know, make sure you've got us set up on your podcast app, on Stitcher, on Spotify to get notified when um, we have podcasts. I will try to bring it back um, as much as I can. I'm just being honest with you, um, and I'm still kind of figuring out you know all that I want to do too. But I can tell you right now, speaking into a microphone is at the top of my list. Um, let's talk about the. Uh, first thing I want to get to, and that is the firing of Marty Herney, the GM, which I know was months ago to this point, but I do just want to touch on it. And then we're going to get to uh, Curtis Samuel and Trey Boston being released. We're going to get to draft stuff, the quarterback stuff, um, which right now in Carolina has been it just, it's weird. You, you don't know. I mean, I think if you guys are in the same position I am, you look at the season, you're like, we don't know who's going to be starting a quarterback. It feels like it's probably Bridgewater. You got the draft. You hope you can get a rookie. But then you start looking at this thing. It's like Panthers draft eight. Who's going to be available? And then there's the whole Deshaun Watson thing, I, it, which I, I don't know what's going on with that. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, but why was Marty Herney hired? Why was Scott Fitterer hire, hired? I've got two ongoing thoughts with this. One, in part, I don't understand the timing of the Marty Herney firing. I, I don't get it. Now, you guys can debate whether or not you think Marty Herney is a good GM. Um, 
I, I think there are a lot of things Marty Herney did very, very, very well. One of those was scout talent. I think if you look at last year's draft class especially, Yetter Gross Matos, Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin, who could have been, should have been in the argument for NFC Rookie of the Year defensively. That guy was an absolute stud. All of those guys came out of last year's class. Um, you know, I just don't think you can look at last year's class and look at what the Panthers brought in and tell me that Marty Herney's a bad GM. I mean, Troy Pride, another starter, came out of that. If you look at this team's roster, Troy Pride, Jeremy Chen, um, Yetter Gross Matos, Derek Brown, that's four starters from last year's draft class, which only had seven picks. Like, that is an incredible hit rate. I think what Marty Herney did with last year's draft class, getting those guys, especially when everybody kept saying, oh, you got to draft Isaiah Simmons, and he, he ignored the noise and went with his gut, and his gut was right on a lot of these guys. They really, really worked out. Um, this was a rebuilding year. We knew that going into the 2020 season, that this was a rebuilding year. People had low expectations for this team. We, I, I, fans drive me absolutely nuts. We know rebuilding is not a bad thing, yet we always want to criticize GMs and coaches when they're in the midst of a rebuild. Why do we do that? Like, if you were going to fire Marty Herney, fine. But do it last year before you start the rebuild, because now you bring in Scott Fitterer and these four guys that are now, I think, key components to the defense, they aren't his guys. He didn't scout them. He didn't draft them. So now he's got to come in with Marty Herney's guys. He may not like all of them. He may want to get rid of them. And now you disrupt the fabric of the team. I, I just think when I look at the dysfunctional teams in the league, the dysfunctional teams in the league all have a common theme. Turnover at the top between GM, head coach, quarterback. The teams that struggle the most are the teams that have the most turnover at the top. That is not where you want to be if you're Carolina. That's not a spot you want to get into. And so I think if you look at the timing of this, if you were going to fire Marty Herney this year, why didn't you do it last year? Did we really think because the team went out and got Teddy Bridgewater and brought in Robbie Anderson and drafted seven defensive players, did anybody truly believe before last season started that that was going to push this team into the playoffs? No. I, I told you, and I was probably the most optimistic person last year when it came to the Panthers. I said, best case scenario, this team is a borderline playoff team. And that's if everything goes right. Of course, everything didn't go right. Christian McCaffrey was out for essentially the entire season, so that made things quite difficult. But we went into last year knowing it was a rebuild and Christian McCaffrey got hurt. And yep, Marty Herney gets fired. It doesn't make any sense to me why that would have happened. If you were going to do it, it should have been done the summer of last year. Now you bring in Scott Fitterer who comes over from Seattle. The interesting thing about Seattle, and we're going to see how the Panthers draft this year. I think that's going to be key. Watch how they draft. Seattle, if you talk to other if you listen to what other scouts and GMs around the league say, everybody seems to say they don't understand Seattle's thought process throughout the past like three drafts, all of which Scott Fitterer has had a big role in. Nobody can figure it out. 
They have had of the 32 NFL teams, including the Jets, including the Lions, who were terrible, the Seahawks have probably had the worst three straight draft classes. It makes no sense. And you wonder why Russell Wilson is upset with Seattle. It's because of their draft. He's not getting any help. Well, Panthers, you just hired Scott Fitterer from Seattle. I don't know what he brings to this team that's a positive. I can't point to one thing he did in Seattle that's a positive. Seattle for the past three years has been the Russell Wilson show. Let Russ cook. Very legitimately because if you let any of the other players in Seattle do anything, you're probably going to lose. That That's why they let Russ cook. It's because he is their only prayer and hope to win a game. So I don't know what Scott Fitterer brings to the table. I'm anxious to watch what this team does in the draft. We're going to get to what I would do in the draft if I were Carolina. Now, let's talk about briefly Curtis Samuel, Trey Boston. A lot of people were upset they let Curtis Samuel go. I loved Curtis Samuel. I thought he was one of the most versatile players on this roster. But at the same time, this is a guy that started two games and wants to be a full-time starter in the league. You've got DJ Moore. You have a Robbie Anderson um, and you can always draft and find receivers in free agency. There's, so there's no reason to pay Curtis Samuel like a franchise starter, re- starting receiver when you don't have to pay him like that. So I was totally fine with the Panthers letting him go. Although I've been a huge Curtis Samuel fan the past several years. Um, so I, I understood that. Now Trey Boston, I think that one's interesting because they just signed him last year to a three-year contract. And this is part of why I don't necessarily understand what Scott Fitterer does with teams. You just signed Trey Boston last year to a three-year contract. Now, I get that that wasn't maybe your guy, but he was a key player on this team's on this defense last year. He was a key player. So now replacing him is going to be Justin Burris. I, I I don't know about that. I, I think trade, I don't think that needed to, ha- to happen. So you try, you did an upgrade. All right. Best case scenario, it's a lateral move, putting Justin Burris in for Trey Boston. That's best case. So you did an upgrade, but yet you took the cap hit by letting a guy go that you just signed to a three-year contract last year for no reason. The Panthers have a lot of weaknesses, safety and secondary I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Wasn't really one of them last year. Trey Boston was a key player in a number of games last year. I don't know why they felt the need. Like, I get upgrading occasionally, and I get upgrading from a player that you like. That's all fine and well. But don't don't expense it if you can't ensure there's an upgrade. Like, don't cost your team more money if you can't absolutely 100% prove it's an upgrade. Why are we paying to potentially, best case scenario, make a lateral move from Trey Boston to Justin Burris? That's what I don't understand. I didn't like that move. Now, I do like bringing in Hassan Reddick. I think he's a very good player. We'll see if Denzel Perryman can fit with Phil Snow's defense. I don't know that he can, but I think he's an interesting add. Um, and I do think the defense uh, has made some improvement since last year. However, if you look at what this team is, let's talk about the three most important things for a team. Okay, If you look at the teams that get into the playoffs, even like let's just take the Browns. Okay. The Browns got into the playoffs. They had a negative point differential, which when you factor that into the equation, you can make the argument not great, right? But still the Browns had capable quarterback play, an exceptional pass rush, and good pass protection, right? If you want to be a playoff team in the NFL, there are three things and you have to have at least two of them. Okay. If you have all three, you could potentially compete for a Super Bowl. If you have two, you could get get into playoffs. If you have less than two, you have no chance of getting into playoffs. That is capable quarterback play, a good pass rush, and good pass protection. You have to have at least two of those three. Okay. And if one of those three is missing and you want to be a playoff team, then one of the two that you do have has to be exceptional. Okay. So capable quarterback play. And a good pass rush and good pass protection. So here's where the Panthers rank in all of these categories. They were 23rd last year in passer rating, 23rd in sacks per game, and 17th in sacks allowed per game. So in zero of the three categories did the Panthers rank in the top half of the league. Translation, <laughs> this needs to be the focus of the team going forward. Not the secondary, not receivers, uh, not whether or not we're going to keep or trade away Christian McCaffrey. That's not it. Quarterback, pass rush, and pass protection. Now, what do you do about the quarterback situation? Because I don't think anybody has confidence in Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I liked him last year. I thought Teddy Bridgewater was extremely underrated. I, I still think he could be better than what people give him credit for. I think he's still struggling with the injury. Um, I'm getting to a point now with that where I think I look at him, I'm like, I don't know that it gets better um, as far as his physical, uh, his physicality is concerned. Where I think he struggled last year was honestly with the one thing we thought he would be great at, game management and leadership. There were a number of times last year where Matt Rule was frustrated with the decision-making of Teddy Bridgewater. Now, is some of that because Bridgewater is playing passive because of his injury? Quite possibly. 
But there was a number of games, that game against Denver in particular, where Bridgewater just had an awful interception in, in the red zone. I mean, an awful interception in the red zone. So I don't think Matt Rule feels sold on Teddy Bridgewater. But then you start thinking about, okay, what's the what's the quarterback plan here? What are the alternatives? Let's talk about Deshaun Watson. I would love to have Deshaun Watson as a talent. I think if we're just talking talent-wise, the guy is phenomenal and I would give up listen I would tell Houston name your price I don't care you want Christian McCaffrey you want the next eight first round draft picks it's fine just name your price I'll give you whatever you want for Deshaun Watson because the reality is is there's not a player and there's not a pick that's going to present as much value to a team as Deshaun Watson will now that said I I just I don't know what to do with his off-field nonsense. I've read the stories. I've read that recent article that came out earlier in the week, I think from Sports Illustrated. It seems damning. It seems really damning. And whether or not these are stories coming out from, you know, whether this is Houston planting all of this, which I would say to to that extent, I don't 100% believe it's them. I'm not going to say they're not doing something, though, because the timing's just too peculiar. But that said, even if it is, we're at 20-plus women now. There's there's something there. This didn't just come out of thin air. Like, people, people might throw you under the bus. The timing might be extremely convenient. Houston may be the ones feeding the story, but this story still has something behind it. The story didn't just come out of thin air. There is something here. So I don't know what you do with that, with that. And I don't think that is resolved before the draft. So I, I, I kind of, at this point, I have to rule out Deshaun Watson being a legitimate possibility. Let's talk about Sam Darnold. I would prefer, if you're asking me side-by-side comparison, Sam Darnold or Teddy Bridgewater, my answer would be Sam Darnold. But then here becomes the question. If you're Carolina and you give up and you make a trade to get Sam Darnold, Jets are going to want a third-round pick or a second-round pick. And in essence, that trade alone, that's fine. I don't have any problem with that. People kind of scoff at that trade. No, no, no. Jets are demanding the right value. The problem, if you're Carolina, is do you then pay? Are you willing to pay for the cap hit on Teddy Bridgewater plus trade away the draft picks to bring in Sam Darnold? Is Sam Darnold that much better than Teddy Bridgewater that you're willing to do that? And that's, that is the question that I can't answer. My gut tells me as, as rough of a season as it was with Bridgewater last year, I don't think Sam Darnold is that much better. I think he's better. No, Make no mistake, I think he's better. But I don't think he's a better enough to where you would want to pay the cap hit plus the draft picks. Now, let's get into what happened with New York. I think anyone who is criticizing him because of his Jets career just isn't thinking clearly. The Jets are the most dysfunctional organization in the league. Can we agree? Adam Gase is one of the was one of the worst coaches in the league. Can we agree? Right? So if you say yes to that, if we're willing to admit to that, if that much is true, why can't we empathize with Sam Darnold? Why can't we look at Sam Darnold and say, you know what? Maybe it's not all him. Maybe a lot of it was the Jets are the Jets and he got put in a terrible situation. And I don't believe, although I think Robert Sala is a much better coach, 
I don't believe that if the Jets draft Justin Fields, it's going to be substantially better. Because it's the Jets. And this is what the Jets do. The Jets ruin quarterbacks. They have for years. Mark Sanchez was a good talent. We liked him. And in fact, if you look at a lot of the Bridgewater stuff, it feels like a lot of Mark Sanchez. Really talented, can make a lot of the right throws, but then there's just a lot of bonehead mistakes that just leave you scratching your head. And I think he's leaning more towards that direction than he is being a franchise quarterback. Now, I would still take a gamble on him because at the end of the day, if that turns out to not be true, and we know the kid can still make great throws, if you can coach the nonsense out of him, you got a real player on your hands. And finding a quarterback is no easy task. So I I would make a move, but you got to strongly consider your options considering Bridgewater's cap hit. Um, And that's why I think at the end of the day, the Panthers are probably going to end up keeping Teddy Bridgewater is because there's just right now not a, there's not a player out there that you're capable of trading for that's not going to, that's worth the cap hit on trading away from Bridgewater. Now, here's the other part of this. Let's talk about the draft picks at quarterback. If I wanted to aggressively trade up for a draft pick and then take a quarterback, what I would do is I would wait on Atlanta to pick at four. If Atlanta picks a quarterback, I'm out because what's going to happen is Jacksonville's taking Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think I feel pretty confident the jets are taking Justin Fields. I think all of this Justin Fields dropping in the draft is smoke screen coming from other teams. I think other teams, in my opinion, Trevor Lawrence is 1A and Justin Fields is 1B. And most of the scouts and GMs in the league, if they gave you their true opinion of Justin Fields, they would tell you that kid's phenomenal. I think Justin Fields is going to end up going number two. I think the Jets are still just kind of weighing their options for what can they get. And I think other teams are trying to convince them to not take Justin Fields. But I think he's going to go number two. And so then you get to number three. San Francisco did not move up to number three to uh, take Kyle Pitts. As much as I love Kyle Pitts, they're not replacing George Kittle. They didn't move up to number three to draft a wide receiver. They didn't move up to number three to draft an edge rusher. They don't need one. There's not a great one right now in the draft. And I don't think they moved up to number three to get Panay Sewell. I think they moved up to number three. The only reason they needed to move up to that spot in particular was to get a quarterback. That's why they're up there. They can say whatever they want about Garoppolo. Garoppolo may be the starter this year. But the reality is, is I think the 49ers are taking a quarterback. So then we get to pick four. Okay. And if Atlanta, if they take a quarterback, that means uh, Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, Lance are all off the board by the time you get to pick five. So I'm not going to do anything if that's the case. Now, if Atlanta doesn't take a quarterback... Now, now we've got something. And if that happens, I wouldn't sit and wait at eight for the, for whatever to fall in my lap. I would trade up to pick five. I would make that trade. Um, and I would be very, very willing to take, um, a Trey Lance if he's available. I don't know that I would trade up for Zach Wilson. I think I would probably take Zach Wilson if he fell into my lap at eight, but I wouldn't trade up for him. Um, I would trade up for Trey Lance. I would trade up for Justin Fields. Those are the two guys I've watched enough tape on to know those guys are going to work. Trey Lance, to me, strikes me as a guy who I don't know if he will be an elite talent, 
but I think he's going to be around the league in some capacity for a very long time. He feels like worst case scenario, Ryan Fitzpatrick. That feels like the floor to me. In the ceiling, I think he's got incredibly high ceiling too because he's strong, he's smart, he's athletic. So I, w- I would trade up for Trey Lance. Um, Now, let's get to, I, I want to run through kind of my mock draft and then we'll be out of here for today. Um, So I did run a mock draft and I'll tell you, I've done this a few times. Every time I've done it, the four best quarterbacks are off the board by the time you get to eight. And guys, we're not... The Panthers aren't taking Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not going in the top 15. I don't want a championship. I know everybody's obsessed with that. He's not going in the top 15. Forget about it. It's not happening. Uh, so I do think by the time we get to eight, all the quarterbacks are off the board. So let's get to my draft, right? At number, my first round pick, so pick number eight, I'm drafting Rashawn Slater, the offensive tackle from Northwestern. Again, keep in mind, pass protection, this team was not good in protecting Teddy Bridgewater last year. 17th in sacks allowed per game. I'm strengthening up the offensive line. Um, Northwestern allowed just one and a half sacks per game last year against the Big Ten. Remember, they didn't play any easy teams. There was no Illinois State. As good as the Redbirds may be. There was none of that. They played all Big Ten teams. That's some of the best pass rushing in the game. And Rashawn Slater was a big reason why Northwestern's offensive line only allowed one and a half sacks against some of the best pass rushing in college football. So I'm taking him at number one. Smart guy. He'll be a long-term starter in this league. All right, so then we get into round two. My round two pick is Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher out of Miami. He is incredibly explosive and physical. The only reason he's not a first rounder, not a first round talent, is because he had some injuries in college. Look, in the second round of the draft, you take guys that have potential regardless of minor injuries. This isn't a guy with a major injury. He has minor injuries. I would take him round two, and then that's going to, your defensive line, your pass rush is going to be very legitimate with him on there. All right, round three, and this is going to create some controversy. I'm taking Josh Myers, the center, out of Ohio State. Now, I know Matt Paredes is the starting center. I'm not saying replace him. Bring Myers in and have him play guard, and be a long snapper. Why? Because Paredes is 31. He's not going to get uh, younger. And you can bring in Myers and take off those that long snap load from Paredes. The stories out of Ohio State, by the way, are that Myers literally quarterbacked the offensive line at Ohio State with Ryan Day's super intelligent offense. You think an, ex- an explosive blocker who is smart and a leader coming from a smart offense isn't an asset? If he's available in the third round, which he was, this is an absolute steal for Carolina. I would be very, very happy with Josh Myers um, at round three. All right, now, here's what's going to happen. Our fourth round pick, I am trading that and getting, and next year's third round to the Giants and moving up to pick 76. So in round three, we pick Josh Myers, center from Ohio State, and then we're going to trade our fourth round pick to stay in the third round, and we're trading next year's third rounder, the Giants. That puts us at pick 76. And who I'm taking here is Kellen Mond, the quarterback from Texas A&M. Look, if you can't get Fields, Wilson, or Lance, 
um, at eight or better, you have to take a quarterback somewhere in this draft. You just have to. If you can't get Deshaun Watson, if you can't bring in Sam Darnold, if you can't draft a guy in the first round, you got you got to take a guy somewhere in this draft. Mond has first round talent. He does. If you watch him, he is a first round quarterback prospect. But why is he not getting the love? He doesn't have the howitzer arm that the top four picks have. And because he didn't win a championship like Mac Jones, Mond is, he's just not getting the, the love that those other guys are getting. He's not moving up the board because of that. That to me is okay. I, I'm, I can live with that. If you watch him play, though, he's very, very good. Potentially the most elusive quarterback in the draft. Um, and if you look at his stats, he improved in completion percentage, yards per attempt, and passer rating in every single year at Texas A&M. Sit him behind Bridgewater, and if the team gets off to a rough start, you have a guy that could potentially give everyone momentum. That's the key here. Would I be willing to trade up for another third round pick for a guy that can give our team momentum? Yes, absolutely, 100%. And if it doesn't work out, so what? But until you've got your guy, your franchise quarterback, you have to be willing to take a quarterback every single round of the draft. So, or I'm sorry, not every single round, but every single draft. So I would take Kellen Mond in the third round. Um, let's go to round five. So there's no fourth round pick. We traded it away. Round five, I would take Charles Snowden, linebacker out of UVA. Um, if anyone has watched the defenders coming out of UVA recently. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, they're pretty good. Bryce Hall with the Jets. Juan Thornhill, he's like the the number one cornerback in Kansas City. Um, and I don't know if you watch Kansas City. They're, they're a pretty good team. Um, and then Micah Kaiser also starts for the Rams. Ever since Bronco Mendenhall took over at UVA, they've been a draft factory on the defensive side. He runs an offensive or an NFL scheme. It's very NFL-esque. He's very smart, and all of his players tend to be very smart as well. Panthers need help at the linebacking side. I know we added uh, Hassan Reddick. Um, I, I get it. That part's getting better. I still think you can bring in a fifth rounder, have him be a main backup potentially, and then if one of the guys gets injured, Snowden's a guy that can plug in right away. I think he'd be a huge asset there available, available in round five. Now let's go to round six. Um, I would take Kerry Vincent, defensive back out of LSU. Again, Kerry Vincent, his dad was a defensive back at Texas A&M. He's really, really quick. Great vision. Could have gone higher in the draft, but he opted out of the 2020 season, so nobody saw him play. 
So there was no hype. Nobody saw him play. Moved up nobody's boards. There's no GM or owner calling their, you know, calling their coach saying, "Hey, we got to take this guy." None of that's happening. He's gone completely under the radar. But he was a key role player in LSU's 2019 championship run. Um, I think he could be a very valuable asset to the secondary. I would strongly consider drafting him there in round six. Um. We stay in round six. We got three round six picks. So this is the second one. Carrie Angeline, tight end from NC State. Uh, tight end is still a big position of need. And I would love Kyle Pitts. He is the one guy. If he's available at eight, would I take him? Absolutely. But I just don't think he's going to be available at eight. I think he's going to get picked beforehand. Angeline played just down the road at NC State and is great at finding the open field. He will give Bridgewater or whoever starts at quarterback a nice quick option. And what he does, he gets off the line of scrimmage and he's he's open four or five yards down the field. So if you're talking about, all right, Bridgewater's constantly getting rushed, he's getting sacked, he doesn't have a, way, a place to go with the ball. Um, Ian Thomas isn't going to help with that. But Kerry Angeline, tight end from NC State, he very well could help with that. So that's going to help out the issues this team had with the pass rush last year. Um, so Kerry Angeline would be my pick in the sixth round. And then my last pick, also in round six, um, would be KJ Britt, the linebacker out of Auburn. No one is paying attention to this kid. And here's why. He was injured most of 2020, and his physical features, they don't wow you at all. You don't go to this kid's combine or pro day and go, oh my gosh, he doesn't jump off the page. But he is incredibly instinctive, was a leader for Auburn's defense last year, and is an incredibly good tackler. When I say those three traits, who on the Panthers roster currently does that remind you of? Who? Jeremy Chen. He is like getting a Jeremy Chin 2.0. And he's incredibly versatile, meaning you can put him down as an edge rusher. He can come and play linebacker. He can play safety if you want him to. He can play a number of different positions. Um, this is a guy that you're drafting for his le- for his brains, not his legs. Um, I think it's very, very similar to Jeremy Chin, who, by the way, I predicted last year before the draft that I said the Panthers were going to draft him, and I said he'd be a huge asset for this team. Um, I watched him play at Southern Illinois. I have watched K.J. Britt play. He's a phenomenal player. I think Carolina would be lucky to get him. So there's my draft. So again, just a kind of a quick recap here. Rashawn Slater is who I would take in round one. Round two would be Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher from Miami. I would take Josh Myers, the center from Ohio State, and then trade back into the fourth round and take Kellen Mond, the quarterback from Texas A&M. In round five, I would take Charles Snowden from UVA. Round six, I would take Kerry Vincent from LSU. Uh, round six, I would take Kerry Angeline, tight end from NC State. And then the last pick also in round six, KJ Britt, linebacker from Auburn, uh, is who I would take. So there is your draft class. Um, that my my draft class, who I would take. That's where I'm predicting what's going to happen. Everybody says, oh, if you do trades in a mock draft, it doesn't mean anything or it's not real. Eh, it's, it's a mock draft. Who the heck cares? But also... Like, there's going to be trades in this thing. Why wouldn't you include it? And this isn't what I think will happen. This is what I'm hoping will happen. Um, What I think is going to happen, at least for these um, top uh, picks here, is if we can get to... Let's see. I'm going to give you my... um, 
let me give you like my top five picks on what I think is going to happen um, in this year's draft. So again, Trevor Lawrence is going number one to Jacksonville. That's obvious. Nobody's going to argue that. Um, number two, I honestly believe Justin Fields goes number two. I I don't think there's any way. Um, we've got something playing here. Yeah, this is a little bit of an audio issue, but I, I don't think there's any way that Justin Fields drops out of number two or number three. I think he's going to go number two at number three. I got to be honest. I, I think the 49ers will take a risk on Zach Wilson. He feels more like a Kyle Shanahan type guy than anybody else. He, he really, really does. Like, I love Trey Lance. Trey Lance is my type of guy, but Zach Wilson feels like the type of guy Kyle Shanahan wants. Um, and then at number four would be Atlanta. Um, I don't think Atlanta takes a quarterback. Like, Matt Ryan isn't that old. He's older. He's not that old. So I don't think Atlanta takes a quarterback. I don't think they need one. I think what Atlanta would do is I think they're, I think Atlanta will take Kyle Pitts, to be completely honest with you. Um, I think it gives them an explosive receiving option. And if you think about Atlanta, Julio Jones, Kyle Pitts, and then if in the second round they could get Najee Harris, that is going to be a dominant offense going into next year. And I think that's what Atlanta wants to be is a dominant offense. So I think they're going to go Kyle Pitts at number four and then Miami comes in at number five. And I think what Miami would do is take Panay Sewell, which would mean all five first, all five picks would be offensive um, in this draft. I think Miami wants to protect Tua. I think ideally they'd like to move on from Tua I, I think, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Miami is doing at quarterback. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that Miami's kind of all over the place in this thing. I think they're very unpredictable. Um, but I think they would take Panay Sewell. So, all right, there you go. Guys, guys appreciate you guys listening. We will be back um, at some point soon. Um, once we kind of figure out what our consistent model is going to be, if it's every week, every other week, once a month, whatever it is, I'll let you guys know what that's going to be. Um, and look, if you're looking to buy a house or refinance, um, and you're in the state of Virginia, give me a holler 804-517-2801. That would be huge. Be great. Panthers podcast. Uh, come to me and buy your house. That'd be pretty cool. Nice little connection. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. This is the full press coverage Panthers podcast. Appreciate Ian, all the guys over at full press coverage. By the way, if you don't, I should have mentioned this before. Um, if you don't, if you have not downloaded the app, um, you need to go and do this. Go to the app store, search for full press coverage, all of the podcast articles, all that stuff is on there. Um, and then also go visit our friends at sportscaster. That's sportscaster, C-A-S-T-R.com. You can find full press radio live there where you can watch us. So make sure you go download that app. Um, because it, it is a wonderful app to have, and the guys at Sportscaster do a great job as well. All right, guys, Full Press Coverage Panthers podcast out. Have a good weekend.
round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.